Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's going to throw! Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They is buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable, what an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20 down. Touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. Yeah, it's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Happy Tuesday to you, February 20th, 2024. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Knocking on your door. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. Hope everybody's having a great start to their Tuesday. I had to make a threat on the social media today. If you don't listen, you get blocked. So we're going to, we'll know who listens today, Scoots. And if you don't listen today, you get blocked, taking one out of Liam Cohen's playbook. And along those notes, I'm also done with the show today. Bye-bye. Oh, we'll see you on ESPN. I'm back for a second stint. Oh. Just kidding, I'm out. So are you a Ryan brother or a Cohen? I'm a, I was a once proud Cohen head. We're going to talk about that today. Liam Cohen blocking everybody. We're not really going to block you if you don't listen today, although you wouldn't know that we even made that threat to you, I suppose, if you weren't listening today. Nick Roush, how are you? How's your Tuesday going? How was your Monday? Oh, man. Now I'm going to... How's your morning pleasantries? You're not going to get blocked. You're okay. Okay. Nobody can hurt you anymore. Okay. Um, No, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I had a nice Monday. Love just nice little sunshiny weather. It was President's Mm -hmm. Day yesterday, so... Yeah, uh, we we didn't even talk President's Day. But you know what? I did. Y'all asked me my favorite president. Yeah, and I was... Think, yeah, I was thinking about that after the show. I'm pretty sure the last time, because you were like, yeah, you asked me that every President's Day. I'm pretty sure you used to say Barack Obama. No, Barack Obama was my favorite to listen to, but I never got to listen to Abraham Lincoln. So overall, it's Abe. All right, and we'll get to that. Sorry, Roush. Go ahead. <laughs> President's Day. We'll get to President's Day. We'll get to not getting to hear Abe Lincoln speak. Well, are you sure you didn't get to hear Abe Lincoln speak? I, not that I recall. Okay. Romeo Langford's commitment. Press conference. <laughs> how how quickly you forget? Oh, how quickly you forget. Um, but no, it was it was great. Got to spend some time outside. Took the kids to the park for a little bit. Uh, that went well. Only had a few tears and uh, zero accidents. So yeah, it was a it was a good day. And then I was so inspired by President's Day, I decided you know what I need to get into some new uh, historical. Uh, Entertainment. So I started watching the John Adams series. I don't know if you ever watched that or not. I thought you were going to say that you did like historical slot machines. 
but that's where that was going. I was really feeling the history, so I went and did some slot machines. Slot machines out of the at a restaurant. Historical gaming yeah. aspect of things. No, all right. So you you started John Adams. Yeah, yeah, and had, you've seen it, right? No, I haven't. What? Yeah, it came out in 2008, which was pre me. I don't think I watched anything on HBO until I got to college. So I just I missed a lot of things uh, in the early HBO days, and that was 08. So yeah. I uh, watched the first episode last night. It's awesome. Uh, and uh, you know what? Even though it was made 25 years ago, it doesn't look dated. Because, you know. It's, That's true. It's, 18th century. Yeah. Got a long ways. Uh, we've we come a long realize ways. I also realize. Paul Giamatti, he's great. Oh, so good. How many, how many, how many pieces of entertainment, pop culture, do we even have of Revolutionary War times? You have the Patriot, Mel Gibson. Um, there's the Denzel Washington, but that's civil war, isn't it? That's civil war, glory yeah. civil war. Yeah. There's not a ton. Um, Which you would think there's a, oh God, as much as we kind of prop up founding fathers and talk about it, like you would think there would be more content. I guess Hamilton, the musical that's a big and one. everything. Yeah. That's uh, a big Jeff one. Daniels, I think played George Washington and something. Uh, the Crossing, yeah, that's what it was called. I was just, yeah. So, I, the, I so we not, have one George Washington movie. I don't think I've seen that. But, and yeah. how do we not? Uh, I just would have thought we would have had more. We've got 100,000 World War II ones. Mm -hmm. But you would think there would be a little bit more Revolutionary War content out there. You would think. Maybe that's something that uh, Hollywood can turn their attention to. They love old historic things. Man, watching somebody get tarred and feathered, though. Not pleasant. No, but should we bring it back? Did they did they die from that? I would... Not very rarely. Really? Unless they just wanted to kill you, and then they, okay. they would kill you. But um, you just get severely burned. Yeah, you'd just be really painful. And yeah. does the tar eventually just fall off? Yeah, you'd have to like peel it off, and your skin would come with you. Ah! And then sometimes <laughs> if it'd get on your bits, uh, it, could, yeah. it could ruin the bits. Yeah, I would imagine it ruining the bits. Uh, John Quincy Adams, one of my favorite presidents, son yeah. of John Adams. We listened to that uh, podcast. Yeah. That was, that was delightful. He was the man. After pre after being president, he was like, yeah, you know what? I, I'm going to keep serving. I think I can keep helping out even if I'm not president. You imagine, like, what if Joe Biden loses this election? He's like, I'm going back for the Senate. Imagine just having someone young enough run for office that decided like you know what i'll i'll go run for office some more it would never happen yeah yeah it just just would never happen so good it sounds like a productive monday all things considered yeah play yeah. with kids watch some historical shows yeah really only downside i could say is that i made hamburgers but there wasn't enough buns Ooh. yeah which you know then you got to do the bread thing but you know i make do i'm a I think a, a strong dad move, Scoots, is to enjoy heels. That's something I very much enjoyed in adulthood is the heels of bread. I, I'm not a big heel guy, but I can see that being advantageous with a burger. Yeah. Burger, yeah. hot dog. You know, if you uh, do like a toasted sandwich, it's pretty good. It's just like a, you know, well, basically a bun, but not really. Scoots, your Monday? What'd you get into? Uh, it was a lot more exciting than watching history documentaries. I could tell you that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, calm down, Mr. <laughs> Harry Potter boy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I had a I had a super long Monday. I did did our show yesterday. Had to go to work. We had about 50, 60 rooms to inspect yesterday, so I had to do that before heading to North Oldham and call North Oldham Manual last night. Is it a good game? No. Hmm. No, it wasn't, and it was it was really supposed to be. I mean, it was, Manuel was twenty three and three, North Oldham was twenty three and four, so we were expecting a fantastic game, but North Oldham put it to them. 
Was it? Really? I mean, it was it was over in the first quarter. I mean, it was only it, a twelve point game, Scooch. Yeah, but it was that, and that's what I brought up in our post game last night. Is good for Manuel to make the scoreline more respectable than it actually was because that game was not that close. But it was fun. It was still fun. Anytime you get to be on the call is a good time. But I just prefer a closer game. Yeah, Manuel, they kind of cleaned the floor with uh, mail. Was David Padgett at the game? Friday. He was not. So I actually talked to uh, David Levich, North Oldham's coach, about that. And Did you know that David Levich is the coach? Correct. Yes. Yeah. So we, I had to address that whole situation from a couple weeks ago and went up to him and I was like, hey, hair's looking good today, coach. And he just laughed it off. And I was like, yeah, my bad. I don't know why I read it as David Padgett and... So we, we had a good laugh about it, and, and we're all good now. Yeah, so. Scooch was tweeting with David Levage, and Rutherford had said... No, let me tell you what really happened. So I had tweeted oh, out... Yeah. Okay, had, so here you're going to get the... No, I'm just I'm not going to leave out the details. So I, I tweeted about that I'm on the call for this game. It was North Oldham, I think Evangel, maybe, is what the game was. And Mike Rutherford commented, and he was like, how's... D. Levich's hair look or whatever. Well, for whatever reason, I tried to answer that during the broadcast, and I read it as David Paget. So I responded to the Mike Rutherford tweet saying, "Yeah, I don't think he's here tonight." To which David Levich responded and said, now, "I'm definitely here, but the hair was just okay." And then I realized that Mike initially tagged David Levich, not David Paget. So. That was a really bad look for me. One one of the more embarrassing looks I've had in my life. Mm. Really? Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't great. It but was like, kind of funny. You're calling the game, and they're like, "How's the head coach's hair look?" And you're like, <laughs> yeah. "I haven't seen him." <laughs> yeah. So no, luckily he's a he's a super cool guy. So we were able to just laugh it so, off and move on. When I think about it, is David Levitch the most Kentucky sports guy out there? I mean, he probably not. But he, he played basketball at UofL. I mean, he was just a walk-on. He coaches high school basketball, and he spends his free time as his hobby giving out horse racing picks. Yeah, I, mean, that's I just, pretty, that's I just pretty heard Kentuckian. that. Sure. I heard that last night, Roush, for the sure. first time. What does he do it on? Uh, it's uh, Horse Racing Nation. Um, he's the Paddock Prince on Twitter. So I I just know he's him from... The, he's the Paddock Prince is his name? Yeah, you know that? Yeah, he gives out... Um, he doesn't... He'll give out a few free picks every once in a while, and... My you have I, to pay for the good picks. Yeah, but it's it's like uh, five dollars for a sheet per day. So it's about what you pay for a tip sheet when you go to the track if gotcha. you want to get like a thoroughgraph or something. Um, and I followed him um, on a few big race days because I'm like, well, you know, I want to pay attention to him. I don't have enough time to handicap. He's looked at it. Um, we'll we'll see what he does. And I just it's it's not a knock on him, but I do think that every person just has a system so if you just have a system and you follow it they'll probably find to be about you know i think uh, everybody as long as you're consistent at what you gamble as long as you're not completely just throwing darts at long shots all the time you're probably going to end up winning a good chunk of time um the day i followed it was like yeah uh, not the most successful but i know other days he has been i feel like that's just horse racing gambling for the most part yeah right like yeah. you know um, yeah, I wish I'd have known about that before I interviewed him last night because I, I got told that after I had come back up ready to do the game. We were like 10 minutes from going on air, and our producer was like, hey, you should talk to him about horse racing sometime. I'm like, oh, hey, thanks for telling me that now. Would have loved to chop it up about some horse racing with David Levitch. One thing that is, uh, I don't think I followed him at Churchill, though, and he knows uh, the people that work around there a lot better than I, and that, that's where you get your, your good tips, right, when you get a 
trainer, somebody that likes a, likes a horse, or oh, this one's due for a big one. Which, uh, yeah, they horse racing season right around the corner. And TJ, I found out something yesterday. It is right around the corner. What'd you find out? I found out a uh, wife, pregnant wife, she decided she does not want to do any derby festivities this year. Whoa! Did that Whoa. break your heart? Um. Yes, I'm heartbroken. <laughs> Understandably so. Yeah. I don't even get what that means. It means she's taking the boys and going to Ohio for the weekend, and I have to go to Derby by myself. It's it's real tough. Bummer. I know. Oh, so you're being sarcastic. No, I'm. I, I like spending time See, with my Seems wife. a little tongue in cheek. I, I really thought you were being like no, I, serious there. I, I did, I, you know, it's gonna be. It is uh, gonna be fun this year though because I have my whole family's coming in Derby Day, and I mean I get it because she doesn't want to, but I'm, you know, I, I gotta. Tread carefully here. Yeah, well, it sounds like you've treaded carefully. I, I think it, you, yep. you're in the clear. You did it, Roush. No, no, no. Every weekend it, all it, by yourself. It's, yeah, but it's that's I a mean, long way away. It's th- two, two months. Things can happen, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's aw- uh, that is crazy. That's got to be maybe the happiest you've ever been. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're putting words in my mouth. Not. No, no, no. No kids. No wife, Derby 150. They're saying it's going to be the wildest, craziest, biggest party derby that they're ever going to have. And you're scot-free. That's not not what I said. I'll have a month old. I also, well, I won't be doing any derby festivities. Um, We'll see. Other than the backside? Well, I'll have to go to the backside. Yeah. And then if I'm, you know, if I we're doing out there Thurby, I may as well just stay out there. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's so far to, away. Take forever traffic. to get back home. Yeah, you can just you can come hang out at my house in between. That's true. Yeah, and you may need help with something at your house. Yeah. every weekend. Yeah, and I could come down and help you <laughs> fix that. Yeah, you know, you know, I need somebody to watch the house. I'll, I, yeah, I'll yeah. check out the yeah. house. Just make yeah. sure everything's in okay because nobody's gonna be there. Usually, people are there. I don't, you know. I feel like that. In all seriousness, what? That's a that's a wild decision from Brooke. Like well, I could get like not wanting to be knee deep in derby stuff with two kids under four or five and a pregnant with another on the way. Like I would get not maybe wanting to host or go to like a big party, but like I don't know. Well, getting out of town seems seems rash. I think I think she was pregnant two derbies ago and was just like ah, uh, dealing with you all is not as fun. When you're sober. What? Yeah. Uh, shocking, that, right? That, that can't be. Being the sober person around a bunch of drunk people, not as fun. And because because I thought she might at least like do one day and then maybe go to a party or not do anything. But mm-hmm. um, I get it, though. Like being the sober one at uh, the drunk fest, not as fun. I don't know. That can be fun from time to time. Walking different around. Walk. For different folks. It, it depends on how annoying the people are, I guess. Well, I mean, you. you I mean, Laos, or Roush, you do get pretty loud, so I could see you being me tough to be being around. obnoxious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. <laughs> no, I was a lunatic watching that Auburn game on Saturday, and I was like, I was a contained lunatic. Um, but there was a couple times where she's like, "What are you doing? Why would you?" Ah, ah, ah. And then you're just trying to like keep your curse words like under your breath so your kids don't hear. Yeah, it was so, fun to have one of those games though and win it. Oh man! You know, doing the curse words and all that stuff. There's, they're having a big game, and it was nice that it kind of snuck up on me because the six o'clock waiting around, I, I distracted myself enough before. But you're right, having the big game. To get, we're gonna do that this Saturday, right? Alabama, that's a four o'clock, I mm-hmm. believe. CBS, um, 
we'll have CBS games later on in the year too. Just get the. It's just like your weekly injections of March, but like in February. It's like and it's get, so get, much give me the better CBS than, music, and that's yeah, how I get ready for the tournament. I need that more so than I need Big Ten on a sleepy Sunday. It just doesn't. Oh no, Purdue's going to lose again. Like oh, that's right. Maybe maybe not. Maybe maybe not. Uh, no, I'm all right with it, even for the CBS for the Big Ten. It's just once it once the weather starts getting better and you hear that CBS NCAA tournament music, it's, you know it's it's, it's like, coming yeah, around. The it's court. exciting, God. unless you're a UL or IU fan, in which That's case true. it may as well be football season. That's well, Sig time. At least Louisville has something to look forward to in that regard. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! You're a Sig guy now. Yeah, Sig's in the crib. Yeah, Sig. I don't know what that means. Coach Sig. Oh, Sig. Gotcha. Scoots. I was thinking of the uh, gymnastics place. I was Six. referencing you picking up cigarette smoking. Yeah, no. that's, that's how you're getting over your not drinking. You're just <laughs> no. ripping heaters. Never. Gross. Have you ever you ever tried cigarette smoking, Scoot? Yeah, I've smoked a few in my days. I sucked a few back, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I used to work in the restaurant industry. Oh, that yeah. was a great stress reliever. Oh, and it's also the that you you try I tried to pick up smoking just so I could get breaks. But it 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 didn't it's work. Funny that like that that vice is acceptable for like break time at, at the work, especially for people you, who are handling food. You couldn't even you couldn't ever be like I'm. Well, never mind. I'm not gonna say that. You couldn't be like I need to go take a shot. I'm feeling I need to cut the edge, take the edge off a little bit. Which is funny that there was a. Uh, you couldn't be like, hey boss, I need to go to my car and relieve myself. Like you know, yeah, you just, yeah. you, that, well, that wouldn't be acceptable. I mean, but if you're like, hey boss, I got to go smoke uh, a cig. In the, in I know the, people that rip shots at work. In the restaurant in the industry, restaurant all industry. goes. Yeah. Well, I like that both of you all were like, well, hold on. After yeah. I like, made the relieve myself one, <laughs> I was like, wait, are you all shots? Yeah, shots of because uh, the 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 bartender was. He's like, what do you want? I was like, I don't know. I I'll just whatever. And he's like. Gin, you won't be able to smell it on your breath. I was like, okay. What? Yeah, I was like, okay. All right, then. Well, what kind of Mickey Mouse opera, drunk Mickey Mouse operation is this? I mean, it was at? a nicer establishment, so I guess they didn't want uh, the bosses to smell it on their breath. Gin, Ralph. Working a Sunday. If you don't smell cigarettes on your waiter or waitress, just know that they were probably ripping it's shops. Gin. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Good to yeah. know. Or if they smell overly like perfume, they were in their car smoking something else. Like what? Uh, marijuana. The wacky tobacco? Yeah. It is a Wednesday after all. Wait. No, it's not. Don't get my hopes up like that, Roush. It is two months from 420, Scoots. Hell. Two months exactly. But that's for that's for the kids. But for sure. He, but here, wait, hold up. Kentucky doesn't play today. It's got to be a Wednesday, right? Well, no, they play Wednesday. What? They don't play today. What? Yeah, that's why we're kind of having a silly start okay. to the show. Ooh. Which, by the way, we do have the Thornton's grab-and-go text line, too, to get to. We do. And nobody's even asked about I, my day. That's yet. what I was getting ready to say. TJ, we didn't even ask about your Monday. Nobody did. Nobody does. Yeah, Nobody. well, we, we were having a good time. Um, I might have a good time tonight. Would you like to go watch some high school hoops with Corey Price and I? Mail the sales? Yeah, it's tonight. The mails? Uh, no, I definitely don't want to do that. <laughs> but, but you guys will have fun. Yeah. That, and that should be a good game, I think, right? I, I yeah. wouldn't be shocked. I think the sales may get the win. It's uh, it's 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 pretty even, Steven. Uh, What's the plan with you and Corey Price? I just go to the game. I'm gonna have to put the kid to bed first, so I'll be getting there right before tip off. Uh, but yeah, no, it should be should be a lot of fun. Is yeah. Corey gonna save you a seat? I, I mean, I've got his. I'm getting his tickets. So oh. It's Nick Roush. He gets to pick where he wants to sit. <laughs> he gets in the coach's chair if if he wanted to. For 
It's Nick Roush. He's on the board. Okay. <laughs> My Monday was amazing. Everybody buckle up for the next 25 to 35 minutes for a story. Can't wait to hear uh, no. about the Abe getting in duck poop. No, nothing <laughs> no, no, nothing bad with Abe. No wildlife no stories, though? No wildlife stories. Everything going all right. It's def- we're, we're, I think we're past mating season. Everybody kind of seems coupled off. Oh, we're getting some geese that are running it's to hang out in mating our... season. That's about right. Okay. Nah, skunks are still at it. Mating? Oh, yeah. Just... No, it's we're heavy in skunk mating season. We there there have been skunk smells throughout the neighborhood over the last like month, so maybe that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, every some some mornings you'll go outside and you'll be like, ah, some dog maybe got it. Now you'll hear coyotes lately too. Anyways, my Monday was good. Didn't do much. President's Day, so the kid was not at school. Their school was closed for President's Day for some reason. <laughs> so Gigi watched for most of the day, and then I had to go uh, get 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 the kid. And then we hung out and played outside. We're at we are at the stage where just like tantrums and meltdowns could be over just the littlest things or nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were having an amazing day, and we were out walking the dog, and then just all of a sudden she just didn't want to walk anymore. It's a meltdown. Didn't want to sit. Didn't want to do anything. And then when it was like, all right, well, we got to do something. That's when she's just like looking for an excuse to have a meltdown on something. I was yeah. like, well, we can't yeah. just stand here all day. Dog wants to go walking. <laughs> That's when the meltdown happened. The uh, but all, overall, in all, you're right, Roush. Weather was perfect. It was a nice day. Good Monday. I, well, I celebrated President's Day appropriately by just living a normal day. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's uh, as uh, your presidents would have wanted. Uh, learning more and more so with uh, the meltdowns too. That's just like, well, all right, go ahead, have your meltdown. I'll be ready when you're done. You know, you just kind of gotta because. Just say no sometimes to some of their stuff. I've tried some different tactics. Um, one that is successful, but I, I, I use it when I really feel like I need it, is I do run around the Lucy when she's like throwing her tantrum on the ground. I just start singing, run, run around the Lucy, run around, and I just run around her. And then she'll inevitably always go, run around the daddy, daddy's turn. And then <laughs> I have to get down, and then she runs around me, and then normally we're good. Like that, after that, it's like we're we're up and we're ready to go. It feels like a good one when maybe not in public, but like if you're amongst friends or yeah. family, like a medium-sized group, mm-hmm. perfect for that one. Why not you in public? you don't feel like dealing with it. It's public. Are you embarrassed? Public, I think you could. there would be a time or place for it, but I just it's, don't know if I'd want to pull that card. You can't, like, you can't do it in a restaurant. You know, or Why not? It'd give everybody a laugh. Everybody a Look at show. that good dad yeah. making his daughter stop like Maybe in an airport, I think you could definitely get away. When there's space to do it, I think you could. If there's not space to do it, you definitely could. Well, and, and also, like sometimes you just have the kid that's having the meltdown. Like, you're just, you just yeah. yeah. You know. It's your kid that down. Yeah. yeah. Like, yesterday, we were at the park, and middle of swinging, Frank just decided, I hate swinging. I'm never going to swing again. Dad, did you put me in this chair of fire? Get me out of here now, and I'm just going to cry and cry and cry. And then, like, five minutes later, he was fine. You know, I, I don't know what was wrong. He wouldn't point at anything. They would tell me what was going on. Maybe trying to squeeze out a poop. Is he talking yet? Um, you know, a blabber, a few words here and there. He'll usually point to what he wants. Like, he's like his dad on radio. <laughs> yeah. A lot of like, bruh, 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 dad, dad. Uh, and then he'll do, uh, he'll do, stick his tongue out and go, <laughs> whenever oh, he sees a dog. Like a little doggy, yeah. maybe like a little woof, woof. Mm-hmm, that's um, always cute. So yeah, we, we get some, uh, he, he, when he wants milk, he moves like a cow. He just goes, mmm. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did he listen to the John Calipari post game show or uh Colin show last night? Uh, he did not. He was he was actually just being very funny at dinner time. Normally, I'll do like a little bit of bofa, but we, we were having a nice night. 
he was going so crazy in his chair that he was like knocking the leaves almost like off the table. It was he was being a wild child. Your was, leaves at your music. table? Yeah, lots of them. They're they're like still dried up. Eating the in the jungle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like the the leaf to like. Uh, oh, gotcha. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, that yeah. makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, is it? I have. There's two in there, so I guess it technically is leaves or leaves. But the the leaf. <laughs> the best way to start your day is to figure out the plural of. We're not talking about leaves. A table leaf. Which, by the way, this why where they came from, leaf. I don't know. Second best way to start your day is at Thornton's. It, yeah, because that makes no sense. Thornton's makes plenty of sense. Mm-hmm. It's a great, convenient way to start your day. Uh, it's a real treat yourself sort of day. You treat yourself on President's Day. It, it can be tough. So just go on in, stop in, fuel up, get your day started the right way. Download the Refreshing Rewards app to save time and money. I'm going to pull up my Refreshing Rewards app, TJ. I bet you I've got at least 15 cents off a gallon. I guarantee it. Yeah, At least. That app's always fun. Shows you what you can save money on. The grab-and-go texters that text in oh. in the first segment of the show, waking up with us. They're fun as well. Not fun, though, is when your wife will steal your free drink that you've earned. What? <laughs> yeah. She said, oh, it looks like somebody got a free drink today, and it wasn't you. And you're like, oh, come well, on. Before she gets out of town for derby festivities, you'll have to make oh, sure wow. you use all your rewards. Nailed it. 15 cents exactly. That is. Wow. Price is right, baby. That's great. And, uh, oh, I can get a Jewel two-pack pod for two ninety nine. Is that a good deal? Scoots? No, you don't like the do Jewel. It. No, hell no. I don't like the Jewel. They're killing people. You drink Jewels. No. <laughs> by the way, drove by the new, uh, the Thorntons by the VA hospital yesterday. Yeah, it's they're, coming along. They're cooking on they it. They are, and that VA hospital's cooking. And- is it? Because every time I drive by there, I feel like there's been no progress. No, they're getting like the siding Although on. yesterday, yeah, they did have some of the siding on it. That's, it did look good. That, that's a pretty big deal, mm-hmm. yeah, getting the siding up. My my buddy bought a house uh, that backs up to that place like three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Great investment. Now it's just every day, uh, just a huge crane did in he, their backyard. <laughs> did he have any debris go through his? Uh, no, roof? no. But I did talk to a guy who was like working the proc. The he was on the site that day. He was like project manager or something like that. Um, I was like, "Were you responsible?" And he's like, "No, no, no. They just used the wrong like level of dynamite. Uh, pretty, pretty huge mistake. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, they, they got in pretty big trouble for that." I mean, uh, the picture of the giant rock. So yeah, they they just they used too much explosives to blow out holes for the new VA hospital in Louisville, and there was one where it was probably the rock the size of a softball that went through somebody's roof and just nailed their stovetop and yeah. cracked their range. That when seeing was a shattered s- stove, pretty crazy. What's up? When was this? Mm, back when they were like or two probably about a year ago. I don't remember hearing anything about that. Yeah, maybe even two years ago. But hmm. yeah, like cars were driving on the water sin and like rocks were like hitting their cars and yeah. stuff Whoa. like that. Yeah. They were lucky that like nobody got killed. Nobody died. Nobody ever dies on the Thornton's text line. No. It's a safe space. Texter says, it's because he dresses up like a prince and hangs out in the paddock. <laughs> <laughs> The the, pr- the paddock prince. What if he did I come do in like, like a renaissance fair <laughs> and had like the big puffy shoulders? And whenever he read his picks, it was like on a stroll. <laughs> he's like, he, he, the he. prince do declare. <laughs> we'll take the sixth and the ninth. John here. Good morning, everyone. The Batcats will be in action today. It is a game day roll call. You're right, John. Yeah. Today, I will try to cover the game on Pro Sports Fan App and the media cast. So tell me, KRC crew, have you ever covered a baseball game? I certainly have. If you if you do, what tips do you have? I love baseball with a passion. 
Uh, so the passion's already there. Well, got to go. Talk to you later. What tips do I have on covering a baseball game? Be ready for a lot of downtime. Have lots of, yeah, have lots of stories to tell. L- long, long games. L- uh, long time to be covering or broadcasting, whatever you may be doing. Do some research on the players. Get some fun facts about them. Bat-cats versus, versus Moorhead State. Baseball is the one sport where you can do an entire recap just about looking at the box score and nothing else. You, re- you really don't need ancillary information unless there is some sort of bases loaded 3-2 count sort of situation, really tense moment with balls and strikes because you won't, you won't see that in there. But, hell, with the have you, have you ever been on the stat broadcast of for baseball games? I have, there? yeah. It's crazy what they can do with the advanced stats and stuff with baseball. I used to like covering baseball stats. games as like a journalist. I, I At broadcasting – I would probably like, but I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever broadcasted a baseball game. But being there for a journalist is, on the one hand, like, fine. I mean, you can – like, I remember being a student, I'd, like, do homework during the game. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, you just have a ton of time to do that stuff. When you're writing, you could get your stories done. And then, like, if something changed, you had plenty of time to change it. Oh, yeah. As long as it wasn't, like, the bottom of the ninth inning. So, I didn't mind it, but, boy, there would be games that just be, like, the hour number five of being <laughs> in this stupid chair and in this stupid seat. And so, you'd get you get annoyed with it. But the Batcats, that was back also sometimes when they stunk. They don't stink this year. They're going to be really good. 4 p.m., I believe, is the 4 first 4 p.m. Pitch. I love that they start early, too. I mean, you couldn't, unless you wanted only, like, 10 fans there, you couldn't do, like, a 7.05, 7.30 no. weeknight start well, time. it would be very chilly. Be very chilly. You're right. That's a great point. People forget it. It is still February. Going to be a beautiful day, though. And on such a beautiful day, before we head to a break, we'll come back. We'll get to the other morning grab and go texters. Just want to wish a a special happy birthday to my good friend, Nathan Roush. Uh, You mean a lot to this radio show. We love you. We hope that you have a great day. We're proud of you. And have a good birthday, buddy. Happy birthday, Nathan Roush. Yeah. Happy birthday. We'll be right back. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. You've never changed a diaper, Scoots. Yeah, right. What are you talking about? I've changed thousands of diapers with the nastiest of poops that you could ever imagine. Explain the process to me. (laughs) You take the old one off, be very careful to wrap it up so you don't get poop everywhere, and then you wipe and put another one on. All right, Scoots. Well, you're hired, buddy. You can put a diaper on TJ's banana. Yeah. Oh, banana shot coming today. I'm not going anywhere near TJ's banana. With the... Silly radio show we have here. Welcome back. It is it is a, a silly radio show. Kentucky roll call. I'm Big X. T.J. Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Galen. I just pulled up ESPN.com and on the college basketball page, the top headline is St. John's Bettino not ripping anybody. Stands by words. <laughs> <laughs> He was he singling called, he out. He called out everybody. He was calling out players by name that he can't get. Well, he's not getting quicker laterally. Slowest piece of POS I've ever had on a team. I just love that Missouri got the random shot thrown <laughs> at him. Just imagine Dennis Cates having just a hellish season. Just be like, what? What? 
What? What the hell? Also, how did they get? How are they this bad this year? <sighs> By the way, I mean, if Patino was named pretty much anybody else, or like one of the unlikable coaches in college basketball, and they went on a rant that Patino just went on, they'd get crushed. Bad for the sport. How could any kid ever want to play for him? Blah 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 blah. But because it's Patino, and you know it's Patino, everybody's cool with it. Which, by the way, I'm cool with it. But I also wouldn't have. I'm not cool with it. He shouldn't have done it. He went a little like he he went a little too far. But also, you know, if you're one of his players and it hurts your whittle feelings, then you can transfer. You can get out of there too. Yeah. Just saying, there's a double standard on coaches, and this is an example of one of them. Yeah. Um, also. I think it was, I don't, I don't know who it was that said, yeah, there's um, uh, the, the the backlash of John Calipari would be, if did this would be crazy. And I'm like, well, yeah, um, he's also the coach of Kentucky. This is the St. John's coach. I mean, you know. There is truth to that as well. Um, but still, it is a Hall of Fame head coach. Yeah, Just yeah. having like and, a, a tantrum, which is, which is kind of funny and entertaining, and it gets people talking. Um, but he probably went a little too far with it, but oh well. I yeah, I, yeah, I certainly don't care. Some people are like, he needs to be suspended. Oh, get the hell out of here! So for saying crazy, if Rick Pitino got suspended for saying crazy things at a microphone, he'd never be able to have a job. Yeah, he'd have six all-time wins, probably. <laughs> yeah. We want to finish the grab and go text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Another happy birthday to our our buddy Michael, who's a a, a listener every day. Happy birthday to him. A texter says, Roush having the house alone for Derby 150 better result in Project X 2.0, which essentially means passing out at 11 after one more bourbon than usual. Side note, do you all have a couch that I can crash on for a night at Bourbon and Beyond? South Georgia Wildcat. Yeah, South Georgia Wildcat. We've got a couch. Just be prepared to wake up at every hour because of the two <laughs> kids under three years old probably waking you up. Ooh, and Abe. He is. Oh, he's actually probably the most annoying and loudest of the bunch. <laughs> yeah. His little ear flaps and then his little tippy tapping on the hardwood floor. So annoying. I've never met someone who loves and hates their dog so much as you. <laughs> I love him as a creature that's lived in our house for 10 years. I hate him as the pet he's turned into. <laughs> it's a love it's just 10 years is a lot and he is regressing he just knows he's like i'm old there's another baby on the way i got pushed out a little bit when this other baby came who knows what this means for me with the second one and i'm just not going to listen to you anymore because i don't have to i was leaving work yesterday and uh, my boss looked at me and he was like see you next week and he was like oh wait you only work sundays and mondays he was like i'm not gonna see you on monday because it's his dog's 10 years 10 year birthday he said, I'm taking the day off. We're having a day. Oh, great. Go- googly moogly. This guy doesn't have kids, does he? He has two kids. He has oh, two wow. kids, and he's taking the but day his, off for a dog's birthday. His dog came first. His dog was his first love well before his kids. Well, me I mean, his too. kids are only like two and three. or two and three. Sounds like an exact same situation as me. Yeah. And the only reason. But his dog's well-behaved and not annoying. Yeah, I'd, but also, like, <laughs> when you have time. What are you gonna do for this special day? Just like go to the park with oh, the dog? Oh, she's she she's a big uh, hike dog. Like he lets her off the leash and she just runs crazy. She's a uh, golden okay, doodle. Okay, so if you're taking the day off because you want to go hiking outside, maybe I should just, do that with Abe. That, yeah, go on sure a nice that. leashless walk in the woods. <laughs> he gone. <laughs> he would be gone. I think he'd try to come back. Just you know, would he be? His sniffer is insane. 
And I, regardless, uh, taking a day off for your dog's birthday is really, really dumb. I just need to get. <laughs> I just need to say that. I'll um, pass that along. Yeah. Too. Well, but it, you know, if you enjoy hiking and you're like, all right, especially I'm gonna... if you have two kids, that's wild. Maybe the kid. Maybe he's taking the kids with him. But I mean, I don't know. if you had your kids at daycare and you wanted to take the day off and go golfing, that's not that wild. If you're just like saying, I'm going to go on a hike with my dog, that's not. It's How's just that different? The, if it's framed as I'm taking the day off just for the bur- dog's birthday, that's I mean, that's, that's crazy. But. If you're just wanting to go outside with your take your dog outside, that it feels a little different. But just well, framing it as a birthday sounds weirdly wild. enough. I mean, you're 100 percent right about all that. That like if 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 Scooch had just said they told me I'm taking the day off or I'm, I'm taking Monday off to take my dog hiking, I'd be like, oh, you know, it sounds like a nice day. It sounds like that's fun to plan that well in advance. I hope they have a good time. See, the I think the birthday a- aspect makes it better. Because, I mean, especially if you know her, she's getting older. Her legs aren't really working as well as they used to. Golden Doodles, I guess, have a lot of hip oh, issues. I thought you were talking about the co-worker. Well, him too. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's not a spring chicken anymore. <laughs> but, yeah, no. I mean, I, I think I think it's nice. It's not not nice. <laughs> I just – we're, we're, we're past it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, South Georgia Wildcat, you can sleep at Roush's house. Or Scoot's. The man, uh, he doesn't. Room. He doesn't want to pay the tolls. Uh, the troll toll. Yeah. WDRB had an update on the troll tolls, by the way, from Riverlink. Are we getting rid of them? No, but <laughs> they have like new management to make sure that it's not a horrible system anymore. And I, they have an article on whether or not it's a horrible system or not. Uh, Texter says Derby is never going to be as wild as it used to be. They have seriously tamed down the infield from what it was back in the glory days. Oh yeah. No oh, yeah, yeah. But they had. I mean, they had to. Did they? Probably. I the social media really helped the Kentucky Derby. They've they've realized, oh, well, if we sell it as this, then it will turn into this. So they've really sold up the, what is, the fashion, the hats, the like mm. you know, th- that sort of aspect of it. And if you you know, you of course you're gonna have some high school kids on Oaks Day, you know, getting or some frat bros getting a fight on Friday wearing all their pink stuff. But for the most part uh, you'll good, feel good, play good. You're probably going to be a little bit more tame than just uh, the poop show that used to be the infield. A lot more crowded back then, too. When you yeah. see some of those old... Uh, I I think the concern is that, like, hey, we don't want people sneaking in guns and dangerous things, so we have to be really thorough looking for that. And along the way, like okay, well, you can't have that alcohol. Well, you can't have that. Like, we're, we don't really care about that stuff, but we can't also just let you have it, yeah. and we found it, so you can't do it. And that was back to, I mean, they used to let coolers in, and people would just have, bring in beer. Yeah. A little, little bit different. Which I, I wish that they would do that. I mean, I do wish that they could do that. We'd be like, we're going to search everything because we got to make sure you don't have anything serious, but, like, if you have a 30-pack, we don't care. Like, I wish that we'd get back to that point. You could bring but they're outside alcohol into the track as recently as three years ago. I mean, like, I, I, I've I, I've done that in my life where it was like, oh, yeah, it's totally cool to just bring in your own I, beers. I mean, I remember back when Oaks was the local day. You know, the parents would just have a lot of alcohol. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. it was like, if you didn't bring enough, no big deal because they sell, they sell it there. But that was like one of the perks of the infield. You were doing it just cheaper because you could bring your own lunches yeah, and, and your own, you know, the kids and stuff like now that. Now they've realized like, oh, wait, this is just money we could be making. It's like, Why what? Oh, that? yeah. And also uh, we're going to make sure concessions are super expensive and we're going to make sure the entrance fee is oh, not getting but, any cheaper. But you know what, though? 
if you buy this really expensive ticket over here, you don't have to pay for anything. So we're actually doing you a favor. It's the old, like, Roger Goodell um, making celebrations illegal in the NFL, but then being like, actually, you know what? Here you go. You can have your celebrations back. I'm the good guy now. It's like, well, we should have never had to do that in the first place. Exactly. Uh, and the the good news about paying an, an insane amount of money for the all-you-can-drink and all-you-can-eat passes, you get to wait in a stupid line. Long, long line. Every you had, time you, you had want. to deal with those? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't. Last two years, there have not been anything for long. Now, granted, when I aren't you in the media suite? I, yeah, but I mean, I go up with the common folk to get my food and drink because so they have a bar in the media in the media suite. But you got to pay. But you have to pay. Yeah. So I don't understand when you can just go up the stairs or walk out the media door and everything's free. Why? Why are we paying at the bar? That's, the one we went to during the pandemic was awesome, but mm-hmm. that was during the pandemic. There, uh, yeah, and it's usually one of those. The bar line is probably longer than the beer line. There was never any. When I go over there to get beers, it's, it's usually yeah. not too bad. Texter, but, um, Indiana Tim's got a hey, text Tim. into the grab-and-go text line. He says, Indiana Tim here. All kinds of things ripped here on breaks where I work. <laughs> where do you work, Indiana Tim? Ripping farts? It really probably would be scary or sad or depressing if it just was like what what are what are people on or what are they doing when they're doing something you know like you hope like the more serious like if you know the 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 number would go down like the more serious the profession but like the least serious the profession maybe that number goes up i'd just like to see a chart and we never know the truth. Answer, we need, we need, we need charts stuff. here, though. But we have Scoots talking about how, like, everybody in the service industry in between. I mean, literally everybody in the service industry. Whether it's, I mean, I've worked at hotels, I've worked at restaurants, I've fast food, yeah, anything. What about people in the hotel industry just behind, like, the front desk? I can't speak to that. No. You can't? I mean, you, you I, your opinion. Just I, your un, unprofessional In my opinion. opinion, I would say yes, it happens. Yes. Mm. Maybe not to the extent as other positions within the service industry, but yes, it happens. Who is happier? Nick when his wife says she's leaving for Derby or Liam Cohen when he blocks a member of the BBN? And that's from our good buddy Dylan Ballard. <laughs> that's pretty good, Dylan. So let's get into that. Yeah, that is actually yeah. something serious that I'd written down to talk about. I mean, it's not serious. Right, obviously. right. But, I, Roush, you had mentioned this going on before he had even officially decided he was leaving. Yeah, loyal listeners of Kentucky Roll Call will mm-hmm. remember us kind of teasing about this. Bringing this up. Uh, this is this was broken by Kentucky Roll Call weeks ago, really. Might, December, maybe? Yeah. It, yeah, and it yeah. happened throughout the season, too, where he would just kind of go back and forth. It was a real Michael Scott snip snap situation. Can you like again? Maybe maybe you can. Maybe you totally. Can you imagine he's got one kid, right? Yeah. Like, can you imagine having a somebody that's a year old, being a football coach, making over a million dollars a year. You've coached with people that have won Super Bowls, like just being in his position. And then when something doesn't go right, just a random dude on Twitter going to his DMs and being like, "Hey, you need to be more supportive." You imagine like. Having a one-year-old, being a millionaire football coach, and then just finding the time to be like, I need this person to know that I see them and I'm going to be intimidating to them. Like, what? It really does take a goober to do that stuff. Like, when you walk yourself through all the steps of how great this guy's got it and just how supportive Kentucky fans were 
blindly at times, and then with reason because of the Levis Wandale Robinson year, dude's a goober. Just a just a big old goober. And if you didn't see it yesterday, like people are finding, even just random fans and several media members. There's a are, lot of people realizing, like, oh, I'm wait, blocked I'm blocked. By, by Liam Cohen <laughs> went to my profile page and took the five to ten seconds to click three different buttons to make sure that I'm blocked and I can't see his very unimportant content moving forward. Yo, yeah, because we're not really missing weird. anything. Except- just a weird thing to do. Like, it's somebody... I hate saying this, but like I don't think somebody in a very clear mental space is doing all that stuff. Like I, I hope you're doing all right, Liam. Like I, I mean that because that is not like normal things to do. So, and you know, if that's the way you want to behave on social media, you don't like something, so you just block them. You know, that's your prerogative. The part that frustrated me is that it's like, well, we had a pretty good professional relationship, and then it's like if I. If I said something to tick you off, why didn't you just like confront me about it? Mm-hmm. Because the chances are that whatever you thought I said was incorrect. Because you'll never believe this, TJ, but sometimes when you say something on radio or on a podcast or something, the telephone game gets played, right? It can happen. And, and so, you know, especially when you're giving criticism, um, which I think, I think Liam Cohen got more praise than criticism during his time at Kentucky, more no, so no than doubt. any other offensive coordinator that's ever been at Kentucky. You can make a case any other coordinator, and that's saying something because coordinators and coaching have yeah, been loved, I mean, but Cohen was right up there with anybody. He right. was getting smooches as much as anybody else. So, you know, if there, if you got a problem with something I said, then just say it to me, and I'll say no. Uh, so that, that was the part that was a little annoying. I admittedly did not think that – uh, like I think it's kind of funny in all of this because listen, we're not. I don't think we're getting Cohen 3.0 at any point. So like for me, I, I wasn't going to make a big deal out of it during the season when he was doing all of this because it's just is a uh, it's it's wasted to, energy. Yeah, and to respond to pettiness is petty in and of itself. So, but now it's like ah, who cares? It's all Monday. Uh, I'll put it out there. Turns out, yeah, there's there's a, there's a lot of folks um, which. That that part is is kind of amusing to me. Just like how, hey, all of these coaches that say they don't read their headlines or their press clippings, they all do. It's been a bad year for Cal in that regard. <laughs> <laughs> Cal, I don't listen to the clutter. I don't read the. I don't. I don't hear the noise and then oh. just every. And, and anyway, we'll talk about that. We've got a whole another hour coming up. We'll talk more about Cohen. Uh, I just can't. I just can't imagine somebody being in that position doing those things you're right Roush it's your it's his social media he can handle the way that he wants I certainly don't care just a tough look for the guy yeah uh you know how are you gonna handle I feel like it's gonna be much more difficult at the NFL the fans are gonna be crazier and you know you heard a lot of people talk about like he didn't like the discipline at UK whatever that meant it was never really fully explained out but how are you going to handle a player maybe disagreeing with you or a heated moment with a player where you all don't see something eye to eye when you can't handle Joe from Paducah saying something to you on social media. Oh, it hurts. It makes me sad. Get over it. <laughs> hour one, done. Hour number two. Wow, Roll time's fine because we're we'll having talk, fun. We'll talk about Cal's coach's call-in show yesterday. We'll talk more about Cohen. We'll get to a lot more text on the show as well. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Roll X Sports Radio. Call. Back after this.
Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family! Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is! With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. You're going to be happy to have your Shady Braze polarized sunglasses this week. Spring right around the corner. The little gopher guy told us that it was going to be an early spring. You're going to need your sunglasses even sooner than than normal. ShadyRays.com, you'll save 40%, 40% off when you use the promo code BIGX at checkout. They've got the buy one, uh, get your lost, stolen, replacement pair, processing fee guaranteed get one program they have a better name for it than that but go to shadyrays.com they've got selections for everything they've got the what was what was the kids special they had was it buy two get one free for the kids well they've always got cool stuff at shady rays check them out and you'll save even more money with the promo code big x at checkout kids running hiking fishing golfing women's you name it they've got hundreds and thousands of different styles over 300,000 five-star reviews. ShadyRays.com. Just realized I forgot to bring my Shady Rays with me. Today. Same. What a stupid, stupid... Well, Scoots, you're like going to be in the studio all day. Yeah, but I'm going to leave eventually, and it's going to be sunny still. And I'll have to put my shade thing down in my car, and all my losing lottery tickets will fall out, and it's just going to be annoying. You don't know if they're losing. Mm, I know two of them are. I just haven't thrown them out yet. And secondly... What are you all not? What are you all doing? Taking your shady rays out of your all's cars? Yeah. Well, yesterday that's I that's a fair question. Took it on a took them on a run with me, so I took it out of the car to have on, and then I just forgot to stick them back in there. I have a valid excuse. You do? I do. I bought these um, like hook things that you hang on the wall for all my sunglasses, all my shady rays next to the door in the house. And I wanted all the hooks to be full. So I took all my sunglasses and I hung them on the hook and I just have not grabbed one. So it's, it's on me. I mean, it sounds organized. Sounds It looks great. Sounds, sounds it looks good. great. I just, I don't know. I keep, I think maybe all but like one or two pairs of my sunglasses in my car, just in different spots in the car. See, that's, that's where you need my, them the most. My problem is just the whole my car aspect of it. Yeah. Rouse drives a different car every day. Yeah, it's true. That's true. <laughs> Have some in every car. That Shady Rays. They do the mystery pairs usually for like fifteen dollars. Sometimes I've got some bologna to figure out with that today. Yeah. Bologna. You're having bologna for lunch. I had bologna for lunch yesterday. Oh really? How was I it? Did. It was pretty good. I put some uh, spicy mustard on it. Some mayonnaise. It was great. Mustard and mayonnaise. Yeah. Interesting. Ew. Gross. <laughs> Gross. Welcome back. Get your text into the Thornton's text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. We'll dive right in. John Calipari, coaches call-in show last night. Roush, it was interesting. Um, it was, was interesting. It? Yeah. Did you hear? Did you, you you normally say you, you sometimes try to listen. You didn't yeah, I, I I listen to probably more often than not. But uh, last night was not one of them. Yeah, so. um, he he. I didn't see many tweets other than that. Trey didn't did not practice yesterday. He, he didn't. Interesting about Trey. We'll we'll get to Trey did not practice but he he is running okay but he wasn't on the court for a drill during the practice which by the way the practice they had yesterday cal said was amazing he said it was a great practice he said like wow i even cut it short so he cut the practice short because it was so good dude i used to love that back in the day that was 
It's just the best feeling ever. We we would do a thing too where you'd shoot a half court shot, and if you won it, you coach would take us to Gaddy's. So I wonder if they got Gaddy's. They maybe all went uh, a, went to Gaddyland potentially. Is Gaddyland that's still is that still open? No shot. The one in Lexington might be because that thing was they had to be just printing money there. Wonderful setup they had at the Nicholson Road Gaddyland. Seriously, let us know if that's still there. <laughs> I but need to know. I would think the tray running would mean. Saturday's not out of the... Not out of the question, right? And you, that's a big game. Alabama at home. You could use Trey Mitchell, even if you, you know, even if it's like, hey, Trey, you're probably maybe one game away, but can you give us 10 minutes, 15 minutes, see what you got? And then if the other guys are playing well, you keep them on the bench if you really need them and he's, and he's knocking down some shots for you. Maybe you extend that out a little bit. But if he's running, just putting two, two together, trying to use some common sense, I would think if not this week, he, he was... Certainly be back for the games next week, which is what? Mississippi State on the road, and then it's yeah. a home game against Vandy. Or no, home game against Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah. Might then as well Van- be Vandy. Then Vandy. Then, then at Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. yeah, and then that's it. That's the regular season, folks. You know you're knee-deep in it when you can just rattle it off just like that. But I, I thought that update on Trey was pretty solid. The fact that they had a good practice, that's that's good to hear. Um would love Trey Mitchell back sooner rather than later. That LSU game, we'll talk more about it tomorrow. I'm nervous about it. I'm worried about it. Really probably shouldn't be, but it's a road game in the SEC, and this team's got some momentum, and I am nervous about it, but we'll talk about that tomorrow. But you want Trey back sooner rather than later. So I think a, a semi-positive update there. Cal did go into about the attacking the players bit again, Roush. Oh. The controversy du jour in the UK basketball world. Cal said the, uh, the the don't attack the kids, attack me comment says it's about the fan. It wasn't about fans. It's about everyone. Says something that uh, people are saying on radio, but says he wants to keep the kids locked in on their improvement, trying to get better for the tournament. Huh? It's not about the fans. It's about everyone. Yeah, I this is a side of Cal that I don't love. Like Cal can take his shots and I he if you you just gotta know if you're gonna take your shots, Roush, and you lose, it's gonna come back worse on the other side. If you're gonna do that, if you're gonna kinda play the chest out game, then people are going to do it when things aren't going your way. And this will be a back and forth that can go on you know, can be a revolving door. Just keep going and keep going and keep going and keep going. But I don't think you need to explain yourself other than just say, like, I was fired up after a game, and I'm here to defend my guys no matter what. Like, there's not any just sort like of... that. You don't need to explain it away in some sort of weird... Like, no, I'm fired up. I like my team, and I'm here to defend my guys against any and all haters, in, of which there are many. I've said this now for over a year, about a year. My concerns with Cal about, like... He, Archaic offense, needs to shoot more threes. Well, he's got to change. He's got to change that. I've never bought into it. People that have listened to the show long enough know that like, I just want the best players in, and then hopefully you got a good enough coaching staff that can have it all figured out. And I've got issues with the way the season has gone. Kentucky should be in a little bit better of a spot that they're, than they are, but ranked 17th if you didn't see the update yesterday. So you're, you're not in a horrible spot, but I, I, I do think this should be a top 10 team, so I would expect it 
to be in the top 10. So, you know, we, we can be nitpicky about this and that, and we'll have at the end of the season, we can reevaluate everything as it goes on. But one area, Roush, I, just sometimes the stuff Cal says, just like, it, it makes me worry just some of the stuff that he says out of the press conference, not because I get worked up about it or mad about it. It's just like, how are you? How still, aware are you yeah. of, what's, of your surroundings? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, how sharp, how sharp are you? And that can be an indication on coaching. You know, if you're saying the wrong things in press conferences, then could you be making the wrong play calls in games? Well, I didn't like the play call at the end of the Gonzaga game. So, yes, he could be making wrong play calls. I just, I like, but if you're focusing on Matt Jones or radio shows in the middle of the season, it's just, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. And even your trash talk is a little sloppy. Like, if this is your trash talk, it's just, it's kind of confusing. It's muddied up. It's not very good. Like, Roush, you summed it up perfectly in 10 seconds that he should have said, yeah, I was fired up after the game. I can take this stuff. I've been doing this stuff for 30, 40 years. My players, I just want it off them. We've heard a bunch of stuff said two players. Just keep it on me, and I'm a happy man. I was pumped up after a big win. I'll probably be pumped up if we get more big wins. Boom. Just like that. But instead, he just kind of rambles, makes no sense, says it's about everyone, but it's not about the fans, or the fans not everyone. Is everyone not the fans? And again, I know I'm being now nitpicky dissecting this comment, but... But that was the early Cal thing that he was really good at, was pointed, sharp, just... He'd, he'd take his shots and move on. Yeah. And then, he, and then you know, the old... I, I, you're getting close to, like, the hit dog comments starting to apply to you, Cal. Like, you're the one that's barking now. Yeah. And the focus should be nobody's going to steal your joy. Well, all right, nobody should steal your joy. This is a fun team. Keep coaching them. But my big picture stuff with Cal doesn't really have to do so much necessarily with X's and O's on the court. Although, this March, as we've said a million times, it's going to be a really big March for how we view things. But it's more just kind of off the court. Seems like maybe he's lost his fastball a little bit. If he's lost his fastball off the court, not impossible to think that he's lost his fastball on the court. And I know there's a group of Cal people that aren't crazy about Cal that are listening to this, being like, "How do you? What do you mean you need? You don't know if he's lost his fastball on the court? Look at the results of the last few years." Yeah, no, I, that that's fair. That's fair. I just sometimes you hear comments after that in post games, and you're like, "All right, I love you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm totally with you." All right, this is kind of silly. Let's move past that. But it is a coach's show. He was asked about it. I just didn't love the answer. And maybe this is as simple as like when Beisner was there, Roush, he would be like, hey, here's how you should, here's what you should say. This will resonate with the fans the most. But the the back and forth shots, after a big win, go to town, say what you need to say. But if you've got two days to sit on it, maybe have your, your follow-up be a little cleaner than what it was last night. But again. Just win games. Win yep. games, baby. Don't care about anything else besides winning games. And sounds like he is optimistic about where things are heading. I like hearing that. And optimistic about this team being being healthy. He was really complimentary of DJ Wagner. He always has been, always will be. But especially uh, defensively, just said that DJ Wagner trying to blow up everything Auburn was trying to do. Man, he's so physical. It's ne- you need that on this team. I, I love it um, because that, that's the uh, that late game dog. Just mm-hmm. you, he had one play, and I'm pretty sure he did finish it with a bucket where he went through so much contact because that's what you 
And these, when things get tight, you got to have, uh, Cal's best teams always had somebody that could get to the rim and finish. And DJ Wagner showing his physicality. As great as Reed is and has been, that's not his strength. Uh, so, good to have DJ there. Good to have a dude there. Uh, curious how they'll respond coming off a big win because consistency has been this team's biggest issue. Mm-hmm. There's such a crazy high variance game to game with them over the last two months that I, I, I want to want to see them come out with that same intensity defensively on Wednesday because that that I feel like you should beat you should win that game pretty much no matter what. Um, but I, I want I want to see the like I all eyes are going to be on the defense now because I never throughout all of our conversations this whole year neither of us have ever expected this defense to be great but if they show that effort and intensity then that that's what I want to see them stack up right in just average to slightly above average defensive performances that will give me so much more confidence uh, in this final month of the regular season. Yeah, just keep making making improvements on that end. And we know what this team can can do offensively, but yeah, there there is reasons to be optimistic. There's reasons to get excited. And at some point you just hoped it would click on that end. Never that they would be great, but they could be respectable. And they have been more than than respectable this past week. They were great defensively this past week. And uh the LSU game is is fascinating. If LSU doesn't come back down from 16 points in the second half to beat South Carolina on the road. It really was a crazy upset win, probably maybe the biggest upset win in conference this season, weirdly enough. If they don't come back from that game, Roush, though, we're talking about a team that had lost seven of eight if that had happened. Now, instead, they have lost six of eight. Okay. You know, still not a good basketball team. They still have to find a way to win, but they're playing much better. Um, they played Alabama at home and they lost by 17. Uh, and since then, they had a chance to win at Florida, and then they did win at South Carolina. So you're getting them with the most momentum they've had at any point this season. You're getting them when they're playing their hottest right now. Jordan Wright is a guy that's a name that should sound familiar. He's had some success against you. Great, great edge rusher for the Cats for years. But this is a game you got to win. This is a take-care-of-business game. Even if LSU has a good atmosphere, even if they're playing with momentum, this is a this is an important game for UK basketball. So you need to find a way to win it, get to 9-4 and four in the conference, and we can talk more about that tomorrow. But it's a big one, Roush, so... Yeah. Cats need to be ready for it. Take what you, you did at Auburn and, and do it again on the road, and then you get to set up that home game against Alabama where the stakes would be huge. Really, really, really big. So uh, we'll get into more about that tomorrow. Let's get into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. You text it, we'll read it on the air. Not exactly sure where we left off yesterday. Um, did, we, did we mark it? We got, like it? we got an X going and give it to you. I'm dying seeing the replace of the Euro Trash Talk. While he's hitting his back with a massage gun. This team likes... Uh, don't you feel like trash talk and basketball's up more? Or is that just an old man thing to say? No, not significantly. Now, um, <laughs> fights are back. Did you see Texas A&M Commerce? Yeah, a, a former opponent of Kentucky against Incarnate Word, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, they yeah. got into a nice little scrum after the game. AM Car- Commerce gets the overtime win. That's good for UK's net. One by four points. And then, uh, yeah, it, we've had two of these. You, you had a, in a girls' game as well recently where uh might have been McNeese State or something like that. Like I'm pretty sure it was a school in Louisiana. Theirs was near the end of the game as well. This one was after it where the kind of bench is clear and you've got a couple – Swings thrown, but nothing nothing too crazy, um, at we, least in my eyes. Are we going to get the good old-fashioned hot takes of get rid of the handshake line? It's, no. I don't think people. it's going to move the needle enough. Um, it was very funny, though, just having one enormous dude on the bench wearing his red warm-up just, like, come in and get, like, a pop shot in. <laughs> like, he just, like, swung a fist down because he was just a foot taller than everybody. Very funny. And that commerce fight, like, you sometimes just need to let it kind of play out. What was ended up happening was everybody True. was just, like, running to, like, one fight, and then in the process another fight would break out, and then they'd run to that fight. Just kind of let, you know, the fire burn out. And yeah, and then pull people apart. Mm-hmm. But uh, the pulling the people apart got more people fired up. It did, yeah. Uh, uh, fights. Did you yeah. ever had any good brawls when you were playing? I don't believe we ever had one in a game. It was a lot of the old pushing, getting in people's faces. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We talk a lot of trash, though. There, there's no doubt about that. The closest uh, I, I've seen to like actual, like, oh man, this could get bad, was uh, just like at parks and stuff like that. Valley High School had a basketball goal that was uh, you couldn't see it from Dixie Highway, but they would keep the light on, so we'd go out there playing late. And there was a lot of uh, was a lot of trash talking at that venue. A lot of other things going on. He's like, you know what? I'm just going to keep doing the basketball thing. Um, hey, buddy, just don't. Let's, let's not get any fights tonight because I don't know what all the other people are. What the? What, what all do they have on them? Who knows? Let's not. Let's not. Let's not test that. Scooch, somebody going to answer that phone out there? Um, I hadn't heard it ringing until you brought it up. It's probably just going to keep ringing. Right? I mean, it's been ringing for. About you want me to go investigate? Three minutes. I can go. I can go silent. Can you just it. go answer it? I'll go silent. No, go answer. it. I'm not going to answer. Well, don't you, you don't want to talk to people? You work here? I mean, who would be waiting on the other? It's got to be a spam call. Spam calls are out of this world. No doubt. ATM. I mean, it is. I get four a day. Really? Three a day. The The spam email bothers me more because I can't, you can't unsubscribe to them fast enough. I'm always really scared. I'm going to do like a Jason Whitlock and be like, and they're all porn spam calls. What's up with this? We've lost all of our decency. Um, no, they're not. They're not and spam calls, but they were just annoying spam calls about, like, your Google business account is inaccurate. I get a ton about Spectrum. Your Spectrum account, you can save 50%. Like, y'all, I don't even have Spectrum. Good try. The the porn bots, though, are, just, it's like, oh, you've got 20 Twitter notifications, and it's all porn bots liking tweets from months ago. Scoots has had enough of the phone. Got rid of it. He's going to go take care of it now. He's going to destroy it like uh, the printer and office space. Yeah, I, I'm... Uh, like I think Elon Musk is a very successful businessman. Twitter is worse. Like it, there's no customer service, which is terrible, and I'm shadow banned, which is annoying. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like I found a way where I don't ever see any porn bots. But like if I want to go find, if I want to go like search replies to somebody tweet, they're there every time. Yeah, I just don't see them on mine. 
I know maybe probably it's there. Maybe you're shadow banned. Maybe so. But like, no, I've kind of blocked like oh, what gotcha. tweets I see and don't see. It's kind of like I funneled out settings. spam spam yeah. accounts basically. Yeah. And I'm sure I probably missed some that aren't spam accounts, but so be it. Such is life. Did uh, yeah. oh. Scoots, where are we at? Talk With the phone? Him? Yeah. Uh, I opened my door, and it was no longer ringing. So sure. came back in. Sure it was. Thank you. Nothing I could do. For your hard work. <laughs> Getting tired of refs? Calling anticipation fouls. Well, buddy, you're going to. We've been tired. Yeah. We've been tired for a very long you're time. You're going to be asleep by the time that changes. Yes, Swaggy Cow, please talk down to me. I'll take it. Final thoughts on the game. Adu or Edwards are the solution to the small ball four. Somebody got on Edwards, but because he looks like a totally different player when he's playing defense, diving on the floor, only four points, but looks so much better. I think they finally just broke through to him, and they were like, you are not going to play unless you start taking care of these things. Like You're, just, you're not consistent enough offensively. You don't bring enough to the table on that end of the court. You've got to be able to to do the things that we know that you do that maybe for whatever reason you're just not wanting to do. And he's doing them now, though, Texter, so I agree with you. Justin Edwards, a lot of people wanted Cal to just totally cut him loose. I I think me or or maybe the show, but I think there are several times that I was just like, you can't can't keep wasting time on him. But credit to Cal, he did, and there has been a, a bit of a breakthrough. Now, just admitting that I'm wrong, allow me to... To eat a little bit more crow. I do think like we've peaked in terms of like Justin Edwards. I shouldn't say peaked, but I, I like this is good Justin Edwards. If this is what we got from him the rest of the year, Roush, I'm pushing that button and I'm taking it. I'm saying I'm cool with this Justin Edwards. I just like I don't want him to be more involved offensively, and I that my opinion on that's not changing. And then two, like can he get better defensively? Can this keep growing? Yeah, it could. But I think we're you know if it's this, I'm happy with. I just don't want him to think that this means like a bigger role in shot taking, which, which I don't but think you know it shouldn't be. I don't think it will be. But I I would imagine that he would still have his games where he's getting 12, 15 points here and there sprinkled in. If he's open, sure. And then yeah. again in transition, you know he likes to go attack the rim. He, he's a little, he's inconsistent and it's a little unorthodox. But that spin move's pretty lethal. What he does out of it, I don't think he's a ton, a hundred percent sure yet. But that one, he did that spin move, and then he just kind of like almost like he like like a seal, like bumped it up with his chest, and then it just went through perfectly through the rim. It was a really weird and one play. Uh, he just had to kind of like short arm it, threw it up, swish and one. It was very awkward. Um, but it was a hell of a spin move. Went that, in, though. that spin move had a little Julius Randle to him there on that spin move. Of course, totally different and completely different players because they play different positions. But I want more of that Justin Edwards spin move. The Iowa State Cyclone Justin Edwards spin moves. They lost last night finally. To Houston, yep. I would say, was it close? Yeah, I'd like. Yes, it was close. I think Houston didn't sweat it out necessarily, um, but they had a huge, huge game um, from Sheed. Is that you pronounce it right, Jamal? I think so. Yes, I he saw had a huge it all game, on. and I lost a little bit of money because LJ Cryer couldn't get to ten freaking points. Mm. Whoa, got he was at eight. I'm like. Three of ten shooting or something, or two of eight shooting or something bad. He just need one more bucket. TJ would have won some bucks. Yeah, I saw it on when I got home, but I was like, ah, I, I got to watch the end of the Daytona race. So I did that. No, oh, people forget that got rained out on Sunday. Mm-hmm. 
Was it a good Monday finish? Uh, it was, yeah. I mean, it was a little crazy, as you would expect at Daytona. You had a huge wreck. There was like 18 cars involved in a wreck with like eight laps to go. So they had to restart, and then there was it actually finished under caution because one of the drivers, Ross Chastain's an absolute idiot and tries to squeeze between everybody any chance he gets and never succeeds at doing so. So he caused a big wreck, finished under caution. So wasn't wasn't all that exciting of a finish. A lot of wrecks, though. If you, like, if you watch NASCAR for wrecks, watch the end do of that race. People do that? Oh, yeah. My mom's a big watch NASCAR for wrecks. But the thing is, though, is... Watch you Doesn't on the scooter. It, it just stops it. It just stops the race. Yeah, oh, especially the eighteen one. Yeah, it was it was a red flag. Everybody had to stop on the track, and it was nuts. Well, they had to stop on the track. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Just like right there where you are. Yep. Stop. Interesting. Final thought of the game: a do or Edwards solution to the small ball oh, four. Oh, we did that one. Uh, do you all think we could still win the SEC? Have some pending cheese that I would love to claim for that bet to hit. It's not impossible. SEC tournament, I think we could. I'm, SEC I'm, regular season's not impossible. It's not impossible, but I, I'm not taking it to the. You you need some help. You just need to win. You you just if you win, it'll take care of itself. Will Kentucky, Tennessee can, gets a fewer. Wow, here's the deal: if Alabama were to lose one more game, Kentucky controls its own destiny in the SEC. Even Tennessee, how many SEC losses? They've they got have? three SEC losses. Kentucky's at four. So theoretically, Kentucky beats them. Out, that would be their fourth loss. It's not impossible. Here, Rash, here, I, I'm with you, man. Like it's crazy that we're even having that conversation, but it's really here, not. Here's my hot take: Don't want him to do that. Well, interesting. Let me get back to you yep, yep, on it, that. Yep. On the flip side, this does seem like the classic UK basketball, where like in a week we'll be like, just you got to get out of that eight nine seed game. Like you went zero two last week; it was really bad. But you got to get out of that eight nine seed. Like UK basketball really is week to week. You remember what we were talking about a week ago? Oh, crazy! Like, there were and people that were like, "You're not going to make the tournament." And we were saying that re- was ridiculous, and it was. My 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 thing is, is, I don't want this to be the classic team that peaks in February, like we've seen the last three years. I mean, nine days left in February. Only two more games left in February, or is it three? Just don't want to see it happen. So, you know, while I want to see them stack up some. You heard it here Some first. More. Roush wants Kentucky to lose to LSU. <laughs> okay, okay. okay, buddy. But, uh, you know, if they lost to Tennessee, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. I had that same feeling in the 2012 SEC Championship game. Like, you know what? If, they, if Kentucky loses now, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world because I want them to win six straight. Do I really think they're going to win not? That would have been – how many straight wins would that have been for them? Because they – was there only another loss? It wasn't Devin Downey. It was um, Indiana, right? In 2012? Yeah. They lost so, that game, and they lost to Vandy in the SEC Championship. Yeah, so they would have been – did I really trust that, that Kentucky team? I, I, I was a little nervous about them winning 28 straight games or whatever it was. It was like, okay, if they lose to Vandy here, so what? That's always the, the – people talk about that and I felt like I felt – In 96, people talk about that oh, in 15. I, I, wanted, I wanted Florida so bad in the national championship game because I was just like, ain't – that's what happened. We lose to him in the SEC championship. We get sweet revenge in the national championship. And I think that would have been Kentucky would have avenged every single loss except the Yeah, they would have avenged, I think, every loss on their schedule that year if they would have beat Florida. So no wait, that in, was in fourteen. Was it that team or was it the Brandon I team that did that? Where they avenged like every single loss in the tournament? The I think the eleven team I think there was like at the end of the going into the tournament, I think there was only like 
one team that had beaten UK and the SEC that they didn't get revenge against at some point. Right, so, whether it be in the SEC tournament or later on in the yeah. season. And yeah, and then out of conference, uh, yeah, the UConn, they could have beaten UConn to continue that shriek because they lost to UConn and Maui. Mm-hmm. Um, getting into the weeds with that right, conversation. Right, yeah, exactly. But nevertheless, there is part of me that it's dumb, but I, I'm very much a, you can't make too many shots in warm-ups or you're going to waste them all. That's 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 how I live my people life. People were right about that with Auburn playing really, really well against South Carolina that, oh, yeah. I'm kind of glad they got that out of their system. Which is why I want to see but, some defense travel tomorrow night. But, Roush, even, you know, like I'm not if, – if they go 5-1 and one in their next six games, oh, that'd be I'll, awesome. I'll be happy about that. Very happy. Because if you beat Alabama too, then you're almost guaranteeing yourself a Friday start on the SEC tournament. Yeah, if you go 3-0 in this next stretch, you're not losing at home to Vandy – Stop me if you've heard that before. You're not losing at home to Vandy or Arkansas. So those are going to be wins. So really, if you go 3-0 and in this next three games, you're really talking about 5-0. and And then Roush, it would set up, though. Just imagine UK going into a road game at Tennessee where it's like if UK wins, SEC they, the they, they yeah. clinch a share of the SEC title. Just having that, given where Kentucky's been at different points in that season, will be pretty awesome. Now, at the end of the day, our expectations were to win the regular season. So let's get there. Let's get to that position, and you can't do that if you lose to LSU tomorrow night. So, you know, instead of losing, go out there and win. Scoot, should we take our final break? Let's sure. do it because we've got some fun nonsense text on the other line. Of yeah. text on. 502-414-1450 is the number. One final break. TJ Walker, Justin Buston, Kalen, and Nick Roush here on a Tuesday edition of Kentucky Roll Call. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. I'm in the prime of my youth, and I'll only be young once. Yeah, but you're going to be stupid for the rest of your life. Every day, it's getting closer, going faster than a roller coaster. Love like yours will surely come my way. We watching Welcome to Wrexham? Every day, it's getting faster. Welcome back. One final segment, Kentucky Roll Call, here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. I hit up the Middletown Salsaritas yesterday for lunch. I was pretty busy. I was getting off the Gene Snyder on Shelbyville Road, and I was like, oh, you know what's gonna what I'm going to pass here? I'm going to pass that Salsaritas. I'm going to go get it. Beautiful day. There was people eating on their outside uncovered patio in Middletown. If you're looking for the covered patio, you need to go to the St. Matthews location. And it was so good, Roush. I went through the drive-thru. They make it so easy for you. It's still cooked fresh to order. You don't get to see it when it's in the drive-thru, but that's okay. You know it's still being made inside their store. Friendly staff. I ordered it on the app, so it was just right there. I came to the window. They gave it to me. I got points on my Salsaritas app. You can do catering on the Salsaritas app. You can do it all on the Salsaritas app. Check out Salsaritas today, and you can eat the most delicious Mexican food in the city of Louisville, one of their two locations, Middletown. Like I said, it's got that drive through and St. Matthew's. Beautiful covered patio there. Check them out today, and you can Taco Tuesday. No better, no better way to spend a Taco Tuesday watching the Batcats beat Moorhead State. 4 o'clock tonight, KPP, Kentucky Proud Park. Going to be in low 60s today. So if you're in the area, 
I mean, pop on by for a few innings should be a good time. I I I promise you, if there's one thing I will never do in my life is wish away basketball season. Roush, is there a way to make sure that like when I do pass, hopefully in like 60 years, um, that it's not during basketball season? Yeah, yeah. But there is something nice about like baseball just being on when you're working, just like at the office. I'll turn the game on, or like on the way home, the game's going on. I'll put it on the radio, or if you're working in the yard, like I think a college, like ba- the, I think a nice- college baseball thing, a nice weather. Yeah. I just think of like listening. Darren Hendrick on the on the on a lot, lot of Nat sound with baseball broadcasts. Yes, you just kind of hear the the background tertiary noise. Feels mm-hmm. good. Yeah, feels good. I'm not wishing away basketball season, but I am. Uh, I I am excited that baseball's here. I'm excited that the Batcats. Hopefully, are going to be pretty good. In most polls, they're still unranked. Roush, which I'm a little surprised about, but there was one that stuck them in at 24. Yeah. So you're probably going to see UK always put that 24 next to their name, and that's fine. That's cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's get to the third and sixth line. First, can I mention something first? I feel like it's worth mentioning that today is the six-year anniversary of the NCAA taking away Louisville's banner. So, good job, NCAA. Is it really? That's it is. Yep. So, 2018 they did that? 2018. 20, February 20th, 2018 was the day they denied their appeal. Yeah. Yeah. So, it was officially gone. Yep. Big day for the Rutherford show. Huge. Texter on the Thorns text line says, Olive Garden is top-notch, and you can't tell me nothing else. Um, man, I actually got a hankering for that recently. It's been a while. Can't yeah, I've never had a hankering for the OG. Don't like Same. it? Well, no, I have nothing against it. I've just never had a hankering for it. If I if I want great breadsticks, there's better at a fast-food Italian joint that doesn't sponsor the show. That's true. I also just – I don't – Italian food is so easy to make at home that we just never – Never go out and eat it. I don't know why, but it just somebody mentioned the OG the other day, and I was like, ah, we could go for some of that right about now. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Star Wars prequel trilogy? So you've never had really nice Italian? You've never been to a really nice Italian restaurant? Mm-hmm. You've been to Buca. Yeah, but I wouldn't even consider Buca de Beppo a, not a really nice Italian restaurant. So, no, I don't. We're not, no offense to OG. We're not calling them really nice Italian restaurant. Either. Yeah, yeah, they're chain. Uh, <laughs> I have at like uh, a resort, but that's even no, doesn't that doesn't count. count either. Yeah, you so, only. Yeah. I've got a few in town. Like good Italian is really, really good. You're yeah. right that it is anybody can make it. So like forking out a bunch of money for Italian is kind of hard to stomach. And that's, but, that's usually my what my stop point. But I know that there is really good Italian out there for like a thirty dollar place. My favorite Italian place is in St. Matthews. And I'll tell you about it. Okay. Uh, but you got to go check out that place. You what like do you, what you get there? A bunch of different stuff. Okay. I've, I've never gotten anything that I haven't. You know, they, they'll, what, they'll what? do like the seafood. They kind of like, you know, some Italian places kind of edge yeah. in on the seafood. But um, I don't know. I, it, it, it depends kind of what like mood I'm in. I can get something just like I can get the chicken parm, which there again, like okay. you hear a good like, chicken how parm. How good is can a good chicken parm oh, be? Very right? good. Significantly better than whatever you think. Yeah. yeah. Um, they also have a pork chop there that is just like, I don't know, that's not Italian. Don't think Italian with, uh, when you think of a pork chop, but man, it's so good. It, with Italian, it's just, there's, it's hard for me to, you know, like you look at the menu and you're like, but do I really like, will I like this? Because it's got a bunch of stuff in and I'm not really sure. It's like, uh, I, th- I think it'll be good. Yeah, I don't it, know. I didn't really strike you for the picky type. That would be more something that I would say. No, it, well, it's just like, I don't know what this is. So I know that one time that I've been to, I, I'm, 
air quotes fancy, but like getting chicken carbonara. I'm like, oh, I know I like bacon. But like, that's not, that's like American Italian. The, the only bad thing about this place, yeah, that is definitely American Italian. <laughs> but the only bad thing about this place is that um, the owner, very, very friendly, but like he'll like come up and like rub, rub everybody's back yeah. at the table. Well, it's just Italians. Yeah. Just touchy feely. It, it's, it is, it's like nice and it's just like, but it's too much. Hmm. It's too much. I feel like I, if I like, want to he'll say come up that and I've like had... smack your cheeks and then give you like sniffing salts and you're like, oh, what the hell? Are you enjoying your meal? It's just like, leave me alone. Have you get veal? You can get veal. See, there. that's the thing. I feel like if I, I, I haven't had real Italian until I've had veal. Yeah, I don't like veal. Scoots, your thoughts on veal? What is veal? It's like baby, baby cows. Cow. Mm, I don't think I've ever had it. I don't think we should Moo. be. We shouldn't be eating it though. Moo. What are the little sausages? I like those in the can. You would. From the crackers? Vienna sausages? Texture <laughs> What are your thoughts on the Star Wars prequel trilogy? Is another text. Um, I came out when I was a kid, so I enjoyed it. But um, yeah, the third one's the only one worth rewatching. Third what are your most awesome. memorable Waffle House stories? Uh, we had a buddy in college one time who just was too stoned to like be able to speak to the waiter which happens yeah that happens <laughs> so that, that was easily there that was my funniest wall like everybody just went around the table we like ordered all you know all-star specials and then they went to the one guy and he just like <laughs> he just couldn't talk he, froze he just up. couldn't talk um i had a guy who yeah, so it was, it was the waffle house right across from newtown right is that yeah yeah yes. the, my friends live there and his big move he always loved to tip the cooks like he would just try to tip everybody. He'd be just give, throwing out like five dollar bills. That's like nice candy, uh, which was amusing. But um, yeah, haven't had the Waffle House in a while. In a hot minute, we, sometimes it just really the, hits the spot. I mean, we don't go two weeks without getting it to go for like either a Saturday or Sunday morning breakfast because it's literally not far from my house at all. Oh yeah, yeah, yours is right down. The and corner. like you know, shout out to to Waffle House for not raising their prices. In an insane way, well, they're definitely the kid, more expensive. But yeah, no, no, yeah. We were supposed to go recently. Uh, yeah, we were. And then you just haven't brought it up. Mm-hmm. Easy to say after a big win, but I don't know who on their roster scares you besides Broom. I think a lack of a go-to perimeter guy will cost them in the tournament. Also, check out Rob's reaction to the Reeves three that put us up twelve. He's celebrating before the shot goes mm-hmm. even goes. Those up. are my favorite. Those are a lot of fun. Yeah, Auburn's an interesting team. That like. Who was it? Uh, somebody was raving on game day. I think it was maybe Seth Greenberg just about like – or no, it was actually Tom Crean. He was like, at home, at home, at home. And I was like, well, you know, they don't play the NCAA tournament at home, Tom yeah. Crean. So they're going to be an interesting they're, – they're I bet they go out early in March. Hot they, take. They, they seem like a, a first-round exit type of team. A hot take, Tom Crean, really good on the TV coverage. I like Tom Crean on TV coverage. I did not know he's on college game day. Haven't? Just don't, don't. I don't even know if program. he was on game day. He may have been back in the studio, the studio. when they like and they throw it back to each other gotcha. every so often. Because I, I I always liked him even when he called games back uh, before he got the Georgia job. I guess um, he had that year or two off. I thought it was like oh so Crean this this should be his next calling because he's better than. A lot of the former coaches that they get in there. He's very knowledgeable on the game. I think he's great. And he's just animated enough. My, like not too too kooky. My only issue, and this is like a weird, weird thing because it's totally like subjective, but he seems to just be angling for a head coaching job. Like I, that, I get that from his commentary all the time. 
I'm like, going to try to sound smart so mm-hmm. I get a new job. Because Pearl definitely did that when he did his TV deal. And I get it, but like at Crean, I don't know. I think the jobs maybe that would want to hire you, you would think are beneath you. Would, you. Right. Which and, So, buddy, just stick to TV. And any big job that hires you, no offense. like You're going to mess it they're up. They're going to be able to sell it as like, look how proven this guy is and the things that he's done, but it'll be a, it, it will not be a good hire. I mean, Scott Satterfield-esque. Yeah. Minji Owen in his bag this weekend? Love it. Love the Batcats winning. A hit dog will holler, says one texter. But again, like on the flip side, Cal, that, that can go to Cal too. Um, like if he's really not worried about the noise and clutter, then why do you bring it up every time you, you, you win Ooh. and you're in a position to do it? And then when you lose, you don't do it because why would you? But like it, you're, you need to be, I think he should be above that. Not that he can't take his shots every so often, but make it, a, make it an emotional shot and then move on and then wait till another big win and then do it again. Do it anytime after a win. Fine by me. I did miss a texture that said great tactical coaches box warning by Cal to trigger the under 16 when things were getting a bit turned up. Oh yeah, you know, good text. I I had I forgot about that. When the, I had forgotten about it, and when it happened, I was like, "UK needs a timeout." Did they call one? What? What? Why? Are, what are we doing here? And that's what it was. Yeah, good. Good point. A texter says, "Random sports betting question: How do you know if you need to file, and what do you file exactly?" Guess they mean taxes. <laughs> if you don't cash out over six hundred, you don't have to file. It's just like winning the lottery. Dillingham missed several free throws instead of just holding the ball before shooting. I'd like to see him bounce the ball to get in some sort of rhythm. And it was great to see Pearl go nuts on the sideline. The defense was outstanding. Yeah, Roush. So, all right, rank your top three free throw shooters on this team and who you trust, who you don't trust. Doesn't have to be like the stat thing. Can just be a feel. Just who who do you trust to go up there and knock them down? They've ticked me off as of late. Reeves and Reeves. Reeves, what the hell, dude? How you guys are great. What's going on here? Um, is it weird that I late in games I have a lot of I mean, I just have a lot of confidence in DJ. I would say more so than Rob. So it would be Reed, Reeves, then DJ. Yeah, okay. In that order. So Reeves and Shepard are your top two percentage, rounding up eighty seven and eighty one percent. Reeves eighty seven, Shepard eighty one. Shepard being at 81, shame on you, Reed. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna kick yourself someday looking back at your freshman year free throw numbers. 81. percent uh, He'll be like a career 90 percent free throw shooter once he's in the league. And then a Duthi Arrow third, right behind Reed. Um, then Justin Edwards, then Zonamir, then DJ at 74 percent. Trey just below him at 73 percent. Rob Trey, Trey would have been my answer. Rob is like eighth on the team at 72 percent. So, out of the guards, the numbers say don't let Rob shoot those free throws late. 72% is fine. But I agree. Reeves, Shepard, it's got to be one of those two. If it's not, really, I mean, really, it just has to be one of those two if we're talking like late, late game. But if not, Roush, I'm kind of with you. I trust DJ. Mm-hmm. Something about him. Just, I've, got, I've, got, I've got the faith. Yeah. I've got the faith. Salt Lake Brian here. After this weekend, I think I finally get it. It's a cold acceptance knowing that after Cal Perry, it probably won't be as fun as the rise, for better or worse, that he's given us. I'm glad you included the for better or worse because a lot of it is just the high peaks and low valleys. Like there is just – it is a emotional – emotionally exhausting. Yeah, neg- ne- negative feelings are better than no feelings, Salt Lake Brian. Like, you know, being mad and angry about our favorite sports team is better than the alternative of what's going on at L, where it's just counting down the days till the season's over. Uh, at least, you know, like, I 
I think another coach is going to come in here. I think things are going to be really fun. So I ultimately disagree with you, Salt Lake City, Brian. Like I, I, I think things are still going to be fine after Cal, but it's no guarantee. And if things aren't fun after Cal, that's not going to be fun, quite literally. A texter says, if we're all completely honest, hardly anyone cares about women's basketball. It should be a side story. I don't uh, even know what that's, that's probably like to. to the Rutherford show. But, but UK um, women, they beat Florida, and they'll be going through a coaching search yeah. most likely, almost certainly here soon enough. Roush, your reasoning for that is not accurate. If it's if it's for the Rutherford show, they all care about women's basketball because they don't care about men. Yeah, no, no, that's, that's what, I think that's saying that like, hey, you we know, shouldn't we care shouldn't about care. this. It should be a sad story. Scoots, did you end up coming up with that uh, hot board list of replacements for Kyra LZ that you said you were going to work on? <laughs> <laughs> I did not. My bad. I've, I'd forgot about that. One through twenty, your top candidates <laughs> for the open UK job potentially. A texter on the Thornton's text line, we'll get to that, I guess, tomorrow then, yeah. uh, says, anytime someone uses the phrase, I refuse to believe, they normally are wrong already. Sorry, Scoots. <laughs> I don't remember what I used it in, in regard to, but I'm sure he was right. Didn't you refuse to go to the doctor months after the scooter injury? I still haven't went to the doctor. And my arm's normal. So, Is, yeah, is that, that was, what, what it was that took you out of golf for so long? Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't golf. Texter sent in a text that they sent in on November 7th saying Reeves should be an afterthought in the offense is not a spicy take. It's a poopy one. I think that's referencing me. I was wrong about Antonio Reeves' role on this team. I do think the sentiment was right. Of course, everybody, you know, isn't that, isn't that a nice take? The radio host guy thinks that his take was actually right in hindsight of it looking to be uh, to be wrong. I was wrong about – I didn't think he was going to be UK's leading scorer – um, I thought he could be. I didn't think he would be. Yeah, and even then, I still think he's kind of a sneaky leading scorer. He's the most sneaky leading scorer in the history of Kentucky basketball. Ben Roberts wrote the article on it. It's totally true. Um, but I think the sentiment of, like, he is benefiting from these other guys, though. Make no mistake about that. And that wasn't the initial take, so I'm, I'm definitely giving myself some liberties here. But, like, he is having the season because of these other players. Um and I, I remember I had a take. I was like, I can see why he wanted to transfer with all these other guys going to be in. Well, I do. that is why he was wanting to transfer. But that ended up being wrong for him wanting to. Um, it, this has been nothing but huge for Antonio Reeves. Antonio Reeves coming back to UK, whether he wanted to, didn't want to, has been financially the most beneficial decision that dude could have ever made in his entire life. Rush, he may be on an NBA roster next year as like a fifth-year college basketball player. That's just something just doesn't, that doesn't, doesn't happen. happen. Very often. But nope. he is proving to be one of the better scorers in college basketball, and he's definitely UK's best scorer. He leads the team in points, 19.5 points per game. The next closest, five points away, Robert Dillingham. It's probably going to go down the wire for that scoring title, him and Connect and uh, Sears. Oh, yeah, and you'll get Sears uh, coming into Rupp Arena on, on Saturday. But, yeah, you're right to call me out on that. I was wrong. Another um, texture says Woody. Oh. Woody. This is a very – it's not a text on the Thorns text on, but we do need to mention that um, – did you see the final score to Virginia, Virginia Tech last night? Yeah, blowout city, USA. 75-41. to Yeah, Virginia lost. I know. I, I just wanted to – Brian, the intern, makes a very good point. Normally, BTI sucks, but um, – and he said, nobody does that to Virginia. And he said, well, I mean, UMBC did that, right, Locke? 
Yeah. Guy's never going to be able to live that down. Is that all that was? Just a lock, a setup for a lock? Suck it, lock. Yeah, Virginia stinks. Virginia trending as a nine seed right now. They uh, ACC, not good at basketball. Texture says, Roush, take on Dillingham running over that dude on the screen. I loved it. Uh, team showed more physical play, sent Auburn a message that we came to play. That's a good point, Texter. Yeah, I just, not with three fouls. Because then he sat out, that was at like the nine-minute mark. I don't think he came back until the two-minute mark. All right, I'm just going to start from the bottom and go up. Wow, COVID hadn't leaked from the lab yet whenever Louisville had its championship taken away. Alex from Colga here, finishing up the pod for this morning from yesterday. Yes, that's me on Facebook page. And yes, I sent the Jeff Goodman picture. The game was an absolute blast. The seats were amazing. Luckily, my mother-in-law gave me the tickets for Christmas from her boss who has season tickets. Ooh, nice. I might have got a little rowdy in his seats. Well, you all have a great day. That is awesome, Alex from Colga. <laughs> the stuff that UK dreams are made of. Uh, Texter says, I don't care about the former UK players as much as the current team. I want UK to win. Stop bragging about the players, Cal, that are now in the NBA. To me, it's a bad look with all the success in the NBA and the bad losses at UK. Yeah, that, that's See, that's a, where I don't have an issue with Cal. Like, yeah. that's recruiting. That's helping the future generations. I don't think that that's any sort of indication also, on the job that he's it, doing. It's kind of cool if you have seven former players in the All-Star game. Yeah, that'd be pretty like, neat. Yeah, that's And it cool. really should have been more if Julius was healthy. And how does Aaron Fox not make the All-Star? Yeah. But neither here nor there. Right. Uh, I don't have an issue with that stuff. I know some people do, but I don't with that. And I really, you know, Cal can do whatever he wants. I just don't think it's always a great look. It's also just very human. You're cheering for the players that you once coached. TJ absolutely nailed it. What continues to make UK basketball, and especially Cal, worse is that they continue to bump their chest with all the bragging about players in the NBA All-Star game, the whole La Familia shtick and only one championship. Gets old watching an antiquated offense, no inbounds plays, zero defense. That's from Michael Bennett, just the tip. Oh, hey, or Michael. I don't know if that actually is you, but somebody's putting your name on that text. If it is... But good to hear from you if it is if it is actually you. First um, ever text, so probably so. I mean, I just I disagree. Like the offense isn't antiquated. They do inbounds plays. The defense has struggled at times. The the year. defense right on inbounds that. plays has been bad though. They they the screening that's like the first play you put in, they got beat on it the other day. Where uh you have a guy on the block, he screens a guy at the elbow and you roll down. Like it's a, it's just a back screen. They got beat on that action, and that was one of those like irrationally mad scream at the TV moments for me. I'm like, how do you wait? It's just it's one screen. You just uh, what do you? Yeah, so I, I still have those moments. Who's softer on Twitter, Liam Cohen or Cal Tucker? People are asking. Could be a block party either way. <sighs> Morning, fellas. I heard a stat yesterday that over the last two weeks, two game or over the last week, two games, UK has the fourth best defense in the country. I'm not saying we're going to stay that way, but hopefully it wasn't just luck. Also, quick question: What are your all's favorite golf courses to play locally? Um, I'm, this isn't because it's usually on the Big Exports Radio golf card, but Chariot Run's a pretty awesome golf course. It's it's not as nearby, but it's one of the nicer ones. And uh, what about Park Mammoth? Well, Park Mammoth's great. They got the Park Mammoth app. It's just you know it's an hour drive. Um, Heritage Hill is a little bit out of the way too. Really like that golf course. It's a lot. I like courses that vary in because yep. it's not all one style. Yeah, you know. Um, so to answer your, your question, I want to see UK guard really, really good guards. And you'll get that with Sears on Saturday. LSU's guards are solid too, not quite uh, like Katie Johnson. I just don't think it's all that great. But I want to see what they do against good guards. But, yeah, the defense is definitely moving in the right direction. Favorite courses to play locally, um, country clubs, Harmony Landing, Justin Thomas's course out there. I really like that a lot. Um, I don't know. Scoots? We're out of time. All right. Elk saying we got to go. 
So we'll pick this go. up tomorrow. We'll get to the text we didn't read. Thanks, everybody, for texting in. There's a lot of them. Go back, Cats. They get the win. Stay undefeated. Moorhead State gets the big fat L. We'll come back tomorrow, preview the Cats and LSU. This is Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. Walk